On our left, we got a Hemi. On the right, we got a Rivian. <laughs> to paint the picture, I'm sitting in the parking spot between two cars with my pal Chris. It's an overcast day here in sunny, sunny, not so sunny Santa Cruz with the marine layer going off. Good picture. Trying to get a photo going, and uh, we just moved outside because, well, it's loud in our new roastery and right. clangy. So, we opened a card. Here we are. Chris, do you have a card? Or do you want me to just read it again? Just read it again. I'll read it again like the first time. It's entitled Growing Pains, dot, 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 again, because we did this <laughs> once. Dot, dot, dot. When you are growing, there are going to be several moments when you'll want to do something that you don't have the resources for. Team members grow beyond what you can offer. Production is slowed by tools you don't have, or problems arrive. That never would have been an issue if there weren't limitations in the first place. How do you prioritize what you put your energy into? Question. What do you give up to get something you need? Question. How do you cope with not having the thing, the resources you need? Question. The thing is the resources you need, by the way, is like a dash. And uh, those are our questions. Now I'm going to hand it to Chris because he does better when he reads it himself. Not having the thing. Dash. The resources you need. Yeah. Let me just start with something, okay? Let's Let's just freshen my mind. Yeah. When in the world, outside of work, do you have all the resources that you need for everything? That's kind of exactly where I was going to go. This sounds just like like life. Yeah. Like, like, how do you live when you don't have everything you need, want, or desire? And that's pretty much going to be the same as in business in some capacity. The only difference in business is that as an owner or a leader, right, you're in charge of other people in our lives. We are potentially you know, at the least in charge of ourselves and technically always only in charge of ourselves, but occasionally you'll have children and things you have to help make decisions for and blah, 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 so on and so forth. So back to the beginning. Yeah, it's like life. Well, you're responsible to other people. Yeah, you're not necessarily for, responsible for other yeah, people. Except for in that zero to 18 year age, potentially for your children. And then here's the other situation. We'll just flip that. Flip it's it, like reverse it. You actually have everything that you need. Right. Agreed. Already. You might not have everything that you want, but you have more than enough to get started. Yeah. And to get something meaningful going, you really only need ideas, maybe, in a perfectly way put, the Cat and Cloud value system, Mm. and a good mission, and a good reason, right? Your your point, the the dharma, dude. (laughs) For real, though. Well, and I think just because, not even I think, I know. Let's say you Powerful. have a, let's say you have a picture in your head of what you want a certain thing to be. Maybe that exact picture is not attainable right now, but it's not this all or nothing situation. That doesn't mean you shouldn't strive for something or take the best first step to try to create that thing, knowing that you're not going to create it exactly how it lives in your head. And which is always going to be true. Which is always going to be true. Nothing comes out A to Z perfect in your vision. But what I do, what I have experienced is if you do that enough times over and over and over and over and over again, pushing forward imperfectly, falling short of your dream, at some point, what you do make is going to be better than you ever initially thought possible because you've grown in ways that you never could have foreseen back in the day. Yeah, just learning the whole the whole process that and, changes your trajectory. Yeah, and that compounds, and then you're on a whole different you're in a whole different playing field. Yeah, and I think that's that's really cool. I mean, the challenge for myself and probably everyone out there, maybe you too, right? Is 
consistently trying your best to adjust the expectation so that you can get away from that negative belief of I can't because I don't have, right? And that that is a challenge. Like, let's just put that on the table. It's a challenge, especially when you have, you maybe get excited. Hey, here's a lot of clarity. I, I've, I've got an idea. If I have this, this, and this, then I get to the solution and I can see it really, really clearly. And so I can understand that there is a challenge with that when you don't have the resources to whatever, buy uh whatever, and an integration for your Shopify world, your wholesale department, or you can't buy all the new equipment that would make, you know, potential hospitality service speed up by like a minute a transaction or something to that effect. But those are all the things, you know, if you use that 80-20 rule, those are all the things that kind of live outside of the most important portion. What's almost more important is how do you make, you know, people and yourself feel in the context. And we talk about that all the time, but it couldn't be more true. You know, it's sometimes when we get to the higher, maybe the term higher level in business is a pain in the ass to say, when you get to the level where you're looking at an entire business and you're looking at it like we do, it can be really easy and maybe wiser too for writing this card, really easy to only see all the things that are really hard that make it imperfect, that can, that can keep us from being our maybe next best self. And then at the same exact time, and I feel this way a lot, right? In the same vein as maybe wiser, whoever might resonate with, oh, you know, there's so much we could be, but we don't have the resources. The exact same time with where we're at right now, we just had the busiest day we've ever had in one of our cafes, two days in a row. And it's not even peak summertime and it's not holiday season where we traditional see, traditionally see these things. And so there's always a reframing available. Here's the challenge is when and how can we make that reframing actually feel good? Like how, how can it resonate in terms of feelings in our gut so that you don't like see that stuff and be like, yeah, that's cool. But you know, that to me feels like even the bigger challenge for the world. I don't know for you what you don't know. think about when you look at this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's all about expectation versus reality. I think we're at this interesting size to where it seems like we should have a lot of things that big companies have. Yeah. Because we do a decent amount of revenue. We've got four stores and a big roastery. There's all these signs that we're a fully well-established, humongous company. And yeah. we're not. And we're it really, can definitely look that way. It can look that way. And we're really a small company that's more or less bootstrapped and we have a lot of limitations and we've had a lot of limitations since day one so the problems scale at every level it would be really easy for me to sit at home and whine and think you know what if i just had 10 million bucks of vc funding 10 million bucks not that much money in the world of investing you know it doesn't seem like that much everything would be so much easier cash position would be dialed in we have the flexibility to buy and get whatever we want it would just i would feel a little more relaxed and since we don't have that i'm just i'm just bumming i'm just gonna sit around all day and complain about what we don't have and how it doesn't work and how life's so unfair and you know what's really a fucking tragedy is we don't have a podcast studio we're doing a podcast out in the parking lot and it's kind of drizzling outside because they're doing construction in our new roastery and boohoo it's like i need a place to do this shit it's like shut the fuck up dude seriously everybody shut the fuck up and i fall into this trap as well like it's it's frustrating it is frustrating to not have the resources to do the exact things that you want to do right but that's 
where creative people get to work. That's the zone where creative people live. It's like limitations supercharge your creativity. Yeah. What can you do when you don't have everything you need? You know, and I just want to work with people who want to get stuff done and who are willing to take the next best step, whatever that step may be, however imperfect it is. And like you said, it's a, it's a mindset. It's a, it's an expectation. Mm. And that doesn't mean, you know, uh, would I be having more fun right now talking with you if we were in a fully built out studio? I can't really say that I would, you know, yeah, I don't, it would I don't be, it would be nicer to not have the guys slamming on the pipe yeah, in the next room to go outside. It's not ideal. Yeah. But I wouldn't be thinking, oh my gosh, I love my job so much more now that I get no. to talk to Jared in a different building rather than in the parking lot. This is kind of fun, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, you the know? thing that's interesting about this out here, right, is that there is this like, and maybe actually, this is kind of where I go in general. It's like, I want to work in general with people who have the optimism to be able to pivot and the creativity, like you said. But it's like an underlying attitude, right? When you, when you find yourself maybe in the minority when you're trying to like convince everybody it's worth going in one direction, there's, there's one part of that that can be draining after a time, no matter what, no matter who you are, right? Only, so you can only stay on the gas so much. But when you, have, when you have a group of people who are, instead of looking at all the problems, are looking at all of the you almost just take the problems they come and it's like okay cool that's the problem what are we going to do and you switch it and i wouldn't necessarily call this a fixer i use this i'd look at this as artistry and creativity and the work that we do and when you have people like that you turn energy to a new place right sitting outside we have a different perspective it's not you know i, I maybe you keep it maybe you don't but i was describing what we're sitting in at the beginning which maybe you could now keep it because it actually makes it come to life a little bit, but we're not sitting in a place that's pretty. However, we're sitting in a place that is quote unquote uncomfortable, which makes our brains kick into a different gear. Like your brain is actually, we're more on now than if we were sitting in a comfortable place that we're super used to no matter what. Cause that's I mean, like, maybe, I don't know. I think I'm, you are. Cause mm-hmm. your brain's not, you're not able to be as comfortable. So then maybe we won't have the best perfect conversation, but we will be personally a little bit more engaged because we are noticing things that we wouldn't have to think mm. about. So there's like a creativity thing that they talk about. It's like, hey, use uh, there's this crazy ass house in Japan that's like got a million colors. And like it's basically built so that you're never sensorially like perfectly comfortable because the, the idea is like when the human <laughs> brain and the people stop developing and staying creative is the beginning of death. And so like it's the building is for healing, but the way you engage in it is supposed to be in a way that's like not comfortable, not in terms of literal comfort and like the bed's not comfortable, like not comfortable in that, like the floor isn't level and there's little like pebbles and things built into it. So, and you're supposed to be in there barefoot and like millions of different colors because it allows your brain to keep processing, changing, growing, thinking, and not allowing it to be stagnant and running into like, Mm. See, I don't really repetition. buy that, but it sounds kind of fun. I think there's science to it. You should start buying it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think the work is the work. And then, yeah. you know, wherever you have to do your work, because you could easily turn that into what we're talking about here, where it's, you know what? I can't do my best work because I'm just in this room and it's really nice, but I've been in here for a long time and mm. my brain just doesn't work in here. And all those things just end up, to me, being excuses. To, and I'm, I'm the kind sure. of guy that's like, hey, you have wherever you have to work. You have wherever you have to live. You live wherever you are. It's just, what can you do there? Like, 
do sure. what you need to do there. You own the work. You own your creative process. You do not rely on outside influences or something that says, well, you know, I've been living in my house forever. If I only had a new house, then my brain would be mm. supercharged and I could step up to the mic and just do this thing. Yeah. It's like, no, just do what you need to get done at every level. Yeah. In my mind, it's more about the tension comes from divorcing yourself, letting go and you were kind of going in this direction. It's like letting go of what you know you can't have and just putting it behind you to mm. relieve the tension. To whereas I feel like we're outside. I'm not super engaged with the new surroundings, but I'm not, my brain is not saying, I wish we were inside and I wish I was a little bit warmer or mm. I wish we had a studio because we don't. Right. And since we don't, there's no point in me thinking and obsessing about it right now. I'm just totally. saying we have a podcast to do yeah, and we're doing it. Here's the thing, everybody. We don't have to show off and say that we make house syrups by ourselves, okay? Some of you might be good at making syrups, but not all of us are good at making syrups. And you know why? Because that's not the point of our jobs. We have people who could help us with that. And so we at Cat and Cloud use Holy Cacao. They are amazing, not only at chocolate syrups, but at all the other amazing flavored syrups, vanillas, you got Demerara sugar syrup, that one's actually pretty banger, and many, many more. So, do yourself a favor, reach on out, shout out Wyatt, the owner, you know you love it, check them out at holycacao.com. Hey, are you looking for coffee? Because let me tell you, we've got it. Maybe you're looking for a coffee that's perfect no matter the preparation. Well then, you should check out the answer. It's our do-it-all coffee that's right for any occasion. Be it espresso or drip, the answer is always going to have what you want. Or if you're looking to explore a little further, check out our single origin coffees. A personal favorite of mine is our Kircha, a naturally processed coffee from Ethiopia. Not only is it amazing to drink, it's also the secret ingredient in my chocolate chip cookies. We have new single origins coming on the menu all the time, so there's always something new to experience. Just head to catandcloud.com and find something for you to brew today. So that no, I'm I'm more speaking about it in the context of motivation and like keeping your brain you you did say owning your creative process. It's going to be different for everybody, but knowing some of those things about getting out of like comfort zone or routine are the things that will help spark that creativity. See, I don't think so though. I don't I don't agree with that. I think I most... bet you if you use your left hand every single day for a, like a while instead of your right and doing the stuff that it would like you would feel like you were growing more. Something would happen. I don't know. I feel like that's all vapor. I feel like most people's creative process yeah. is when you boil it down, it's the same, which is the people who produce the work that we enjoy, yeah. the one thing that they have in common is Consistency, they right? show up yeah. over and over and over again no matter what. No matter what the surroundings, no matter what yeah. the situation, they there's no excuse for them not creating art because they're, for whatever reason, they've committed to and feel compelled to like do the thing. Yeah. So I think there's probably some truth to that as well. I just think potentially that there is going to come times where you're going to need an emotional boost. And sometimes you're right. Like you still have to show up. I wouldn't say I'm saying anything against that. I'm just yeah. saying there's opportunities for more inspiration if there's a way to like change the brain space. I don't disagree with that necessarily. Yeah. I am hesitant to engage with those kinds of things because I see people falling into a trap of where the – motivation the lack of motivation yeah becomes a blocker in and of itself 
because it honestly like to pursue even the creative process correct because Mm. it doesn't matter if you're motivated or not well like the work doesn't like the work needs to happen no matter what needs to happen no matter what and you're going to need to find a way learn how to do it when you're not motivated because like i don't think there's anything wrong with being more motivated being motivation is great when it happens and like you said if you can do something to get more motivated yeah that's good but what you shouldn't do is chase this never-ending i want to feel motivated all the time it's not gonna happen there's no way and if you i hear that you know look at yourself three months six months one year down the line and you haven't finished the thing that you started Mm -hmm. because you're just not motivated to do it Right. That's a problem. That'll be on you. You know, that's on you. Right. And that's another limitation that you have to blast through. To totally. Just like you might not have monetary resources, you, you know, we don't always have the motivational resources that we need. <laughs> right. And you just have to step up because we need to do it. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. And, and then because you need to do it or you committed to do it because sometimes right. there's a problem to fix. It's like, oh, my God, I got to fix this thing. And that this is just a pain in the butt. Right. Or sometimes it's I committed to creating this thing recording an album, writing a book, whatever, doing the podcast, and to do, doing. Doing the podcast right. and it's like, we have to do that every Monday, mm-hmm. whether we want to or not. And yeah. sometimes we do, and it feels really good to do it. And sometimes it feels like it's the last thing we want to do. Yeah. Everything else is weighing heavy and we're not motivated. And that's not an excuse to say, you know what? I'm skipping it. I'm skipping it this week. Do skipping th- it is not an option. I guess then the question for me is like, do you think... Obviously, never with this podcast because we rip so hard, so on fire. But what does the work look like of the person who is showing up, but showing up kind of, you know, malaise, showing up because they only because they have to, and they have no vibe or inspiration in that work? Do you think you can feel the tell the difference? I think so, but I think the people who do still a muscle. So I'm not trying to argue against that. No, I, I, I think the people who do good work choose what they want to do. Yeah. You know, you choose to do a thing. And then if you've chosen that and you know that you want to go on that journey or that at the end of the day it'll bring you joy, you just commit no matter what. Yeah. And there's a difference between um, writing that little book that I wrote. Sure. Which is super short, but the editing's a pain in the butt because it's not a lot of words. So it takes a long right. time. To make it, yeah. Yeah. Every word has to count. And then some days I'm just. Dude, I don't even want to read. I've read this thing a million times. I don't want to read it again. Right. I don't want to do it. But I know that when it's done, I'm going to feel really good. So some days I don't enjoy the process. Yeah. Some days I don't want to get started. Usually when I get started, though, the process brings me joy. That's different than someone's forcing someone to do something they don't want to do yeah. or having a job that you just don't connect with at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I... But on the flip side of that, too, it's I also feel like you can find joy and learn to love whatever it is you do. And, I think that's true too. And that's it why might take some work. It takes work. It, takes, it, it all takes work. It might. It yeah. will take a lot. It of takes work. a lot of work. But it takes back to your original point, which I a hundred percent agree with. Is there's an attitude and an optimism that you could tap into. That will make everything mm-hmm. more enjoyable and more fulfilling. And that is the attitude that we've talked about before when we're working fast food. Right. You know, when I'm stocking the buns at McDonald's, yeah. spending three hours a day in the refrigerator with crates of four different kinds of buns. Totally. And then you're like, okay, this is my job. 
Yeah. This is what I do. I'm a 16-year-old kid. Totally. <laughs> you know, and I'm here no matter what. Mm. So what am I going to do? I don't know. It's a cool experience. I'm going to try to stock the buns faster than anybody else right. because that's going to make work go by faster. It turns work into a game. And sure, I'm, work into I'm still just working at McDonald's, but I'm not fucking bummed the whole time being, man, I wish I had a job over there or I wish I could work in an office where it was warm and cozy. I wish I didn't have to clean out this yeah. grease fryer. It's, totally. The whole thing's a game. <laughs> Clothes <laughs> greasy. Clo- oh, my I whole mean, I, car I smelled like that Horrible. thick layer yeah, of nasty. sheen on your yeah, pants. Your jeans that you yeah. only wear one pair of jeans there ever. Yeah, we had to wear black pants and then we oh, had- yeah, you had black pants because you were Mickey D's. We had, had one jeans. work shirt. Yeah, Jack in the Box one for me, everybody. shirt. And it just smells like yeah, I wash it every day. And collared it blue smells shirt. nasty, dude. And Maybe, it's yeah, that's I forgot it's about gross, that. Gross. But the closing is, and I mean the closing's the worst because that's when you clean out all that stuff. Yeah, and then even that, you turn into a game to where yeah. it's cool, S- super whack. But if normal close is forty-five minutes, can we make it pop in twenty-five minutes? Yeah, and. It's the same thing. It channels, and you have to do other weird things to make it happen in 25 minutes because you can't but do you it. You can't do the it the whole time. Right? You can't do it alone either. So right. you're kind of team building. You're talking to Mike, who was the mm-hmm. my manager. I'm like, Mike, dude, what? Let's do this thing, dude. Can we beat? Can we beat 30? Right. I heard you wanted to go to the movies. Let's get you out of here, dude. And there's all these weird things yeah. that happen when you're just embracing where you're at. It's not that I don't want better. It's not that I want to work at McDonald's forever. Totally. But you are there now. You know, <laughs> no, I mean, I feel you. I think in I think just the way I think about that is it's sim it's the same concept, but I think about it differently because I think about that and like challenge your challenging your brain to engage in a different way to me, where it's like if you want to get out in twenty, but it's a forty five minute close, then what needs to happen? And all that is like your brain has to go to work in a unique way, yeah, most likely, right, unless that's who you are and you do it every single time. But you can't be that person assuming that you need help from a team. So in the same way for me, I was like, <clears throat> I was, yeah, I was on the grill, right? And you wanted to be fastest speed of service, but it's like, what, for what, right? People be like, for what? And it's like, you're right. For what? Because I want this work not only to be meaningful in the moment, but like, I actually want to have fun here and I don't want to just like waste my life sure. time, right? I want to be enjoying this work. So I'm going to try to do this as fast as possible and beat a record and it's gamifying it. Sure. But I guess that goes back to what I was saying earlier was that you have this opportunity to challenge yourself from any place. And I guess the way you look at it is slightly different the way I look at it, even though the concept is still the same, which is do the best with what you have. But for me, I'm finding that that leads to motivation, problem solving. And it's, and it's building, I guess, a different kind of, a different kind of muscle to approach the same. I don't disagree with, I don't 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 disagree with that necessarily. Cause what we're we're saying is, I think what we're both saying is, no matter what, you have to start doing the work. Yeah. Like, it starts with your attitude, right? It's, it's with your attitude. Your attitude and your commitment are kind of interrelated. And commitments on one end is I'm going to show right. up. No, how do you approach I'm, I'm going to show up no matter what. Right. Like that's the commitment. And your attitude is somewhat tied to that and saying you have the opportunity to choose and say, since I've committed no matter what, right. I get to pick how I want to approach this mm-hmm. and I can approach it grumpy dumpy and focus all my energy on what I don't have. Right. Or I can say, you know what? I have a creative challenge because I don't have everything I need. I'm already committed to the work. So how can I make this work for me? And sure, you're still going to have to do some work sometimes when you don't feel like it or it's not good, but because you've committed and because you've approached it with the most positive attitude possible, nine out of 10 times, once you get into the work, 
then you discover all these new creative avenues right. on, on how it gets done. But you never, it's really hard to get there and to have that outlook if you don't ever start. You know, if you totally. just sit in the complaining thing, yeah, you're just, you're just bumming yourself out for no for no reason. You think there's a reason, right? I, oh, it's nice to be upset it's your about lack what of I don't have. Creativity and vision for yourself, because I think what you're talking, what you're saying, that is maybe one of the most poignant things for anybody listening who has just a not just who has a job that they would say it's just a job, is that all of the concepts that we have just talked about is saying to you, guess what? I actually have choices. A you shit have choices. Ton of choices. Absolutely. I have a. I actually have so much autonomy in this job that maybe prior to hopefully listening to this podcast, hey, that you say, I can only do this. But the mindset that we're talking about <clears throat> are the things that led us to be everything that we've been in terms of whatever, barista competitors, connecting with individuals who have influenced our lives now to creating podcasts and one-on-ones and drinks and things like that, which is just looking at all the things that are and saying, to the best of my ability, how do I improve them, make them better, engage with them in such a way where something happens? Something happens that's not just doing it to, to scratch my own itch, but something is going to be in, I'm going to make this better, whatever that might be. It's not, maybe even it isn't always, quote unquote, you're thinking about it better. You might be thinking about it in terms of how do I have more fun in this? And that can still translate, hopefully, if you're thinking... Um, positively and paying attention to how the, the business or your work or job works, that can still contribute in a positive way because there's energy there. But to me, that's what we figured out, right? Can I be cleaner? Can I be faster? Can I be more accurate? Can I pay better attention to whoever's around? Can I, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Engage with the clothes, engage with how I mop the floor, engage with how I stock this condiment bar, engage with how I refill this syrup container. It looks really gross and dirty right now. Maybe there's a way for me to do it so that it never looks dirty in here ever again. Mm -hmm. And just being that person who's like, I'm going to figure that out. You got however many syrups might sit on your bar or however many things, like maybe they're an eyesore that people are so used to that they don't consider them an eyesore. And then you turn it into like, damn, that looks really, really pro. Maybe you're the person who makes sure the windows are streak-free all the time. That stuff is all going to add up to better. Somebody's going to see that. They're going to copy you. Something is going to happen. But at the end of the day, whether it matters to you or not that somebody else follows what you, whatever you do, right, and picks up on whatever you're saying, I think it's badass that you can realize, actually, I have a bunch of choices during my day, and I'm not limited by any means to the job that I am doing. Maybe monetarily for now, but all of the other things are going to lead to money in the future in a different way if you keep if you keep leaning into the choices that you have now and actually taking advantage of them. Done. Fun. I just got excited. Done, dude. Is that a whole podcast right I there? I think it was a whole podcast. That felt like a whole podcast. I just got to the meat of it real quick. Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. 
Also, find us in the usual places. YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for being awesome. We'll be back next week.